Okay, campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties because it's cold out there today. It's cold out there every day. What is this, Miami Beach? Not hardly. And you know you can expect hazardous travel later with that, you know, uh, blizzard thing. That blizzard thing? That blizzard thing. Oh, well, here's the report. The National Weather Service is calling for a big blizzard thing. Yes, they are. But you know, there's another reason why today's especially exciting, especially cold, Especially cold. Okay, but the big question on everyone's lips, on their chap lips, on their chap lips, right? Do you think Phil's going to come out and see his shadow? Punxsutawney Phil. That's right, woodchuckers. It's Groundhog Day on Yeah, I've Seen That. I'm Aviv Rubenstein, your host. I'm Leanne O'Shea, your co-host slash today's guest. Leanne is really looking at me strangely. I'm getting it, but I'm also not getting it also punksatani what'd you think it was punksatani 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 phil okay well we'll see punksatani phil okay um so this is a show where we bullshit our way through movies that we've never seen welcome to february we're doing rom-com month and it is a special groundhog day episode groundhog's Groundhog, no, single. Groundhog Day episode. Groundhog's Day. Groundhog Day. That Groundhog Day episode. Um, today, Leanne is t- telling us about one of her all-time favorite movies. Yes, a movie I've definitely seen multiple times. And definitely what's, seen. What's that movie called? Groundhog Day. Yeah. Time. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. Weatherman Phil Connors <laughs> is spending the day in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. Phil? Ned! Ned Ryerson, I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show. Bing! Bing! But Phil's about to find out. He's not just stuck in Puxatawney. Will you be checking out today, Mr. Connors? Chance of departure today, 100%. He's stuck... <laughs> in Groundhog Day. I'm reliving the same day over and over. Bill? Ned Ryerson? Bang! Do you ever have deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so, but I could check with the kitchen. Well, it's Groundhog Day. Again? At first, he was a little anxious. Phil? What? Will you be checking out today, Mr. Connors? I'd say the chance of departure is 80%. But now, we could do whatever we want. (laughs) He's discovering the possibilities. Don't you worry about cholesterol? Why? And living life Mm. like there's no tomorrow. Phil Connors! Ned! Because... There isn't. I am an immortal. I have been stabbed, shot, burned, frozen. Uh, so the way this game works is Leanna's going to tell us in great detail the plot of Groundhog Day. And the only thing she'll have to go on is the name of the movie, the year it came out, the writer, the director, and the top three build actors on IMDb. And to help her along the way, I'll jump in with some trivia from the internet movie database trivs as the young say i don't know why you didn't know that they were called trivs earlier trivs Mm -hmm. 
Who's to say? And that'll be it. At the end, we'll give her a score out of 10. And then we'll watch the movie and come back and see how she did. You don't have to watch the movie with us, but you can. You can just pause it and go, well, I'm going to go watch Groundhog Day and come back with us. Um, so, how was your week, Leanne? You know, it was okay. Same old, same old? Um, More or less. I saw on TikTok that someone said, Same soup, different spoon. Same soup, different spoon. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, we ready to do it? Living the dream. Living the dream. My week was fine. Thank you for asking. Oh, yeah. How was your week? Fine. Good. Thank you for asking. I'm sorry I missed you all last week. That's okay. With Matthew. Matt, Matt, did, a, Matt did a bang up job talking about 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, you mean excellent. A bang up. Bang up excellence. Bang up excellent job. Yeah. Okay. So this week's movie, Groundhog Day. You ready to do it? I'm ready. The year, 1993. Oh. Director, Harold Ramis. Yep. <laughs> Ghostbuster. Sure. Written by Danny Rubin and Harold Ramis. Ghostbuster. And it stars Bill Murray. Mm, got and- another Ghostbuster. <laughs> yeah. We got three Ghostbusters so far. I think only two. Harold Ramis, Harold Ramis, and Bill Murray. <laughs> uh, starring Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, yep, and Chris Elliott. Oh, from Shit's Creek. Yeah. Hmm. Curious. So I guess there's nothing left to say except for. Yeah, I have seen that. Okay, so <laughs> here we go. Movie opens. 1993, so it still looks like the fashion's still kind of 80s-ish, but it's like the early 90s, actually. Okay. Overhead shot. Bill Murray asleep in bed. Bang! The alarm clock goes off, but it's a radio alarm clock. And the radio announcer's like, hey, it's Groundhog Day. Kind of similar to the way you did at the opening of that episode. Oh, weird. Yeah. So what's, what's Bill Murray's name? Um, Bill's Murray's <laughs> Bill Murray's name is um Phil. Oh, yeah, okay, it's Phil. And so, um, the radio announcer is like, "Oh, it's Groundhog Day, Pakistani Phil." And Phil, Bill Murray, is like, "Ugh, you know, Phil. That's been the story of my whole life." Um. So anyway, um, can you can you really, really, very clearly pronounce where they are? They're in Pakistani. Pennsylvania. That's right. Is that correct? Yeah. That's why I said that's right. Pakistani, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So it's cold because it's up in the old northeast and it's February and Uh it's snowing or it has snowed. There's snow on the ground. Uh Anyway, so Bill Murray wakes up. He does his morning routine, blah, blah, blah. He's walking through the square of the town. He slips on some ice. He's like, oh, that sucked. And then he stands up and he keeps walking. And that's the middle of town. He lives in Pakistani. So there's all these people gathered in the town square ready to watch the groundhog come out. And the news anchor is there. The news anchor played by Chris Elliott from Schitt's Creek, whose Mm name... um, in the movie is Rod Huxtable. Rod, that's right. Rod, Rod Huxtable. Rod Huxtable. Yeah, and so Chris Elliott's standing there and he's like, Rod Huxtable, live from <laughs> Buxatani Square. <laughs> and so he's, um, you know, doing the news, waiting. We're waiting here for Buxatani Phil to come on out and see his shadow or not see his shadow. Six more weeks of winter, who's to say? And so 
Uh, Bill, Bill is just. It felt like Chris Elliott was in the room. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and if so, Bill's just like walking by, walking by, and um, you know, he goes through his day. He's walking to work. He like rolls his eyes. The the groundhog comes out. He like overhears it, and everyone's like, "Oh!" And the um, Chris Elliott's like, "Ah, six more weeks of winter, folks. There it is." Oh, and the crowd goes, "Oh!" And so then he like walks to work. He's like, Ugh. Same shit, different day. And Same soup, different spoon. <laughs> yeah. And so he walks to work and he passes by a shop and he sees inside of the shop Andy McDowell. It's like a deli or something. And she's standing at the counter pointing at something. And he notices her and he's like, oh, she's a cutie. Wait, is she? does she work at the deli? or she No, just like she's ordering. The, oh, I see. She's okay. ordering. And so um, she's like, oh, she's a cutie. Hmm. And so anyway, he can, continues on. He goes to work. He does his like. What does he do for a living? He's like in a just like a basic office job, like mm-hmm. a '90s office type, type, type at a computer. Okay. There, it's like kind of nondescript, but a he's regular like a Griff, not old. Griffin done in after hours sort of situation. Sure, um, <laughs> he's a little like nine to fiver. Okay, mm-hmm. and so he's like, you know, it's kind of almost like a montagey. And he's like putting his coffee in the thing. He's exhausted. He's over it. Um, the clock dings five o'clock. He, you know, leaves to go home. And he um, walks by through the town square again. And there's Andy McDowell again. And she's out walking. And he sees her. And he's like, you know what? She's so cute. I'm going to say hi. And um, he walks up to her and she like from behind and she um, turns around and she sees him and he's like, hi, miss. And she just says like Ugh, a little shaken up. Um, and she, you know, it's like one of those she is turns around. It's no, that's not what happens. So she's like she he's like up. And he goes to like say hi and she turns around and she like smiles and she waves and he's like, oh, this is it. And then she runs right past him to like see a friend that is standing behind him. Can you remind me of her name? Andy McDowell's name? Mm-hmm. We don't know it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he hasn't met her yet because he thought he was going to introduce himself. But, but she, she ran right past She him. ran right past him and okay. he missed her. And he's like, oh, going home alone again, single. And he like goes home and he like sits on his couch and he cracks open a beer and he watches TV and then he goes to bed. And then the next morning, same shot, we see him. It's overhead. The radio goes off. Oh, it's Groundhog Day, folks (laughs) out there. And so he's like, it's the same day again. And so same exact thing happens. He wakes up, he goes through the square, he passes by Puxatawney Phil, and he's like, oh, same shit, different day. He walks by the deli, he sees Anne McDowell in the window. Does he know that it's the same day? No, not yet. So he, so he's so disaffected that he just lives the same day twice and doesn't he realize it? lives the same day twice, and but it's also like he... Um, like a couple of small different things happen. Like he doesn't slip on the ice this oh. day when he goes out. But he just like walks past the thing. He sees Annie McDowell again. He thinks, oh, she's cute. He goes to work, works the same, blah, blah, blah. He leaves and he leaves work. And this time um, when he like walks out, he slips on the ice when he's leaving work. And so he doesn't, he like doesn't see Annie McDowell on his way home. <gasps> he has missed that part, you know? And so he goes to bed, wakes up next day, same thing. Oh, folks, it's Groundhog Day. And now he's like, 
wait a second. I feel like <laughs> I've lived this before. I think this is the perfect moment for our first bit of IMDb trivia. Mm. Early drafts of the script explained that the cause of Phil's weird experience is a disaffected ex-lover named Stephanie cast a spell on him to teach him a lesson to make sweet love to groundhogs all over the land while reading Charles Dickens and covered in shame. It was decided that leaving that out made the movie more magical. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? <laughs> mm-hmm. Early drafts of the script explained that the cause of Phil's weird experience was a disaffected ex-lover named Stephanie cast a spell on him to teach him a lesson to make sweet love to groundhogs all over the land while reading Charles Dickens while covered in shame. It was decided that leaving that out made the movie more magical. Covered in shame, you say? I do say. Oh, that took a turn. Okay. Anyway, he wakes up. (laughs) (laughs) He wakes up. Day three. And day three. And he's like, I feel like I've lived this before. And he starts to go through the day and he's like if i if listeners if you could see leanne's face right now <laughs> she's still turning over this this charles dickens covered in shame and thing. so he goes through the day and he's like kind of calling things as they happen you know mm-hmm. he like walks past the crowd of people and he's like six more weeks of winter and then chris elliott's like six more weeks of winter folks and he's like Oh, the girl in the deli, and he like looks at her again, and then like he stops and looks at her, and he notices it. Like she notices him staring at her, <gasps> and she's like, "Ugh, why are you staring at me, freak? Like face, but it's all you know through the glass in the window." And he's like, "Whoops, fucked that up." <laughs> and so then he goes to work, same thing. Um, and he leaves, and he um walks home and he sees her and he's like maybe i'll run it over i'll like fix it this time and he she sees him and she immediately like crosses the street to get away from him because she remembers him from that morning creeping on her staring at the window through the deli right um and so he goes home and he's like oh okay (laughs) and he's like well maybe you know maybe this is all a dream and he goes to sleep and he has this crazy dream Okay, what's in the dream? He's like with this groundhog and he's like sitting in the groundhog hole <laughs> reading Charles Dickens. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's this crazy dream where it's like kind of the thing you just described. He's like reading Charles Dickens to the groundhog and then like he gets in bed with the groundhog and they go to sleep. Like the groundhog's like his wife or something, but it's like he's not, but the groundhog's talking to him. Very weird. Mm-hmm. He wakes up the next morning to the alarm clock. Hello, folks, it's Groundhog Day. And he's like, what the fuck? And so Phil wakes up and he's like, what's going on here? How do I get out of this? And so he's like, go. He like gets dressed. He decides to put on a different outfit today because he's like, there has to be something to like break this spell. Right. And so he puts on a different outfit and he like gets ready and he goes downstairs and he's like, stops he sees the ice he goes around it so he doesn't fall mm-hmm. and then a, re- a real dick van dyke yeah. situation yeah and then he um you know walks past the thing and what thing the the crowd of people waiting for phil to come out mm-hmm. and um 
you know, like before uh, Chris Elliott calls it, he just like yells like six more weeks of winter. And everyone turns and looks at him. And then like the the news announcer calls it and he's like, they all turn back and look at him and they're like, <gasps> well, yeah, 50, 50 odds. Yeah. And so he walks by the deli and he sees that Annie McDowell's in there and he like, he's like, oh, and so he goes inside the deli and waits in line behind her. And she's like picking out. She's like ordering like a sandwich and a coffee or something. And um, she turns around and he just smiles at her. And she's kind of like, she smiles back. And he says like, it's a good morning for a coffee, huh? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Classic pickup line. It is. And he, she just kind of giggles like, okay. And um. She turns back around and he's like, happy Groundhog Day. Did you hear it's six more weeks of winter? And she was like, oh, I didn't know that yet. I was waiting to hear. And Spoilers. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, sorry, bad <laughs> news. Like very flirty in his like Bill Murray kind of way, which is kind of charming. And Especially um, back then. Especially back then. Yeah. And so, um, and so he goes and so he like looks at her and she's like looks at him and she's like kind of into it and she and so he's like i'm phil what's your name and she's like i'm sharon mm-hmm, sure and so um he's like nice to meet you sharon have a great day and he's like fuck yes nailed it Nailed it. Yeah, because she leaves and he's like made a good impression. He orders a coffee or something, so it's not weird that he was in the store. And then he leaves and he goes to work and he's like feeling a little happy. And then at the end of the day, he walks out and he knows that Sharon's going to be in the square, right? And so he like casually sidles up and he sees her and he's like, huh. What a coincidence. Funny meeting you here, Sharon, right? And he was like, and she's like, yeah huh this is nice um and he's like i don't know what you're up to tonight but do you want to maybe get dinner or something she's like oh i'm just going to meet my sister um she's actually you know just across the square in the restaurant over there but like maybe another day maybe tomorrow and he is like yeah tomorrow's good but then you also see in his eyes he's like fuck is tomorrow good like will will, will i it, get it tomorrow it so now would be the perfect time for our second piece of imdb trivia okay. all right in the penultimate encounter between phil and the annoying salesman ned ryerson bill murray was ad-libbing when he tells ned i don't know where you're headed but can you call in sick and it causes ned to run away yeah Ned Ryerson. Needle nose Ned. Needle nose Ned. Ned the head. Yeah. He um is the works at the deli. Oh, the deli salesman. Yeah, he's the deli salesman. Uh-huh. And so he works at the deli that they went to. So we're not quite there yet. Okay. So we've seen him because we've been in the deli. Yeah. But we haven't been we haven't talked to Ned. We haven't talked to Ned. And so um so anyway, Bill Murray's like, yeah, Andy, tomorrow sounds great. Meet you here, same time. <laughs> Andy? No, I mean Sharon. But Sharon. like, you know. Right. So you don't get lost. Right. Okay. Um, and so he goes home and he's like, okay, maybe if I just believe, then, you know, I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll get to go out with Sharon. And so 
he um, goes to sleep, has the same dream again about the weird groundhog reading Charles Dickens and the going to bed with a groundhog. And not going to bed like in a sexy way, like in a the groundhog's wearing like an old style nightgown. Oh. Like a, a very uh, I Love Lucy kind of way. Are they sleeping in two separate beds like I Love Lucy? No, they're sleeping in the same bed. It's like a double bed made out of wood that you might find in like a lodge of some kind. But it's in the groundhog. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and so anyway, um, he has the same dream again. Radio goes off again. It's Groundhog Day again. And he like wakes up and he does his big Bill Murray like roll his eyes and like harumph. And so he's like, okay, I could do this again. Maybe I can ask her to lunch and then I'll get to see her and then, you know, it'll work out. And so he like gets ready really quick. He like tries to look extra spiffy because he's like thinks he's cracked it and he's going to get to be with Sharon today. And so he goes to the deli and he walks in and he's a little earlier than he or, or like a little later than he normally would be because he took because he took the extra time to get spiffy. Sure, sure, sure. sure and sure. he walks in and the deli guy is like, hey, sh- so I know you come in here a lot. I'm Ned. <laughs> um, oh, your name is Sharon, right? And she's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, I've been working up my courage for a long time, but I was really wondering if um, you'd want to go out with me. So so Ned is asking Sharon. Out. Yeah. So Ugh. he's getting in the way. Fucking Ned. And so fucking Ned. Yeah. he's He asked her out like right as phil walks into the shop and he's like oh god now i can't ask her out because that's crazy right what does she say to ned so she says um you know okay sure why not and because it's like awkward for her right if she says no then she can't go get her coffee there anymore and so um and so bill's like oh i lost And he is like, okay. And he goes to work. He's like trying to formulate a plan of like how, okay, like tomorrow I will be faster and I'll get in there before Ned asks her out. So he, so he's like, okay with just living the same day over and over again. No, he's like, he's like getting preoccupied with the girl. Right. So he's like really not okay with it, but he's preoccupied with Andy McDowell. So he's like, who wouldn't be losing his concentration of like, breaking the cycle as opposed to getting with the girl. Gotcha. All right. And so he like rushes through his day and he goes home and he goes to bed and he wakes up. Same thing again. Um, and this time he goes out and he goes to the deli and he does it and he like asks her out first and he gets it. But then like needle nose Ned like sneaks his way in there. Ned the head. Yeah. Like on his way home from work, Ned like comes out of, like I don't know he's closing the deli or something and he like catches Andy and does the same thing oh I've been working on my courage for a real long time and he's like and Phil's like no like that's my girl and so he like just walks up to him and punches him in the face and knocks him out Ugh. and Andy McDowell's like whoa that was uncalled for you're kind of violent I don't think that we should it's over Phil I don't think we should go out on that date anymore and he's like oh man I fucked it up and he's like okay and then he goes back goes to sleep same thing over and over again now he's like so over it because he's like I fucked it up with her and you know how do I break this cycle and so he like is getting crazier and crazier, right? It's like getting faster and faster. We're seeing him like montage, go through these days and trying to like figure out how to crack it. And then it's finally like kind of 
he's like so fed up. He wanders out into the square because he's like nothing fucking matters. He's like in his pajamas and slippers with a coat on because it is still cold. And he just like goes up to the crowd of people waiting for Puxtani Phil. And he just like goes up and he like parts the crowd and he like walks up to the hole and he like reaches in and grabs out Phil and is like, see, look, winter winter god and then he's like just goes back to bed he's like i'm not doing this anymore. he's over it. yeah okay i feel i have a lot of trivia planned and it feels like we're we're really settling into this one so number three for imdb trivia phil at the piano teacher's house when he's fumbling to play sergey rachmaninoff's rhapsody on a theme by paganini is actually bill murray playing he does not read music but he learned that much of the song by ear oh yeah yeah so now he's given up on his normal life because he's trapped in this time loop right Mm -hmm. and so like he starts picking up these really weird hobbies because he's just living the same day over and over again and like one of the things is like he goes to a piano teacher and it's like over and over again it's like the first day he's like chopsticks Mm -hmm. the second day he's like just shows up because he's actually learning even though the piano teacher every time it's for the first time for the piano teacher but it's not the first time for bill murray yeah i feel like i feel like listeners might be getting skeptical of how well you know this movie because that's the that's the trivia question that's the trivia that i gave you is that he goes to a piano teacher what's another one of his skills archery archery yeah archery he also learns to like cook really well he Mm -hmm. like makes these really fancy pastries oh yeah who could forget yeah and so then he like he he's just like given up for a time he's like depressed for a time and you know it's every day every day it's like good morning folks it's groundhog day (laughs) and he's just like oh and then he's like walking out into the street and he's just like standing in the middle of the street hoping to be hit by a car in front of this Puxatani Phil show and he's like and then he sees her again he sees Andy he sees Sharon Sharon. and he's like you know what maybe maybe and then he like is goes up and asks her out and she's like um are you all all right you're in your pajamas <gasps> and he so, didn't even get dressed this morning. right because he's so over it and so she like takes him in and takes care of him and is like really sweet about it and he's like yeah i'm in and so he goes to sleep in on her couch and wakes up in his same fucking bed. motherfucker yeah and he's like ah that was nice but maybe i'll get better this time and so he's now he's on a mission he's like i'm gonna get the girl i'm gonna get the girl and so he like goes out. He's like, now that he's noticed her a few times, he's like, okay, I know the plan. He like plans this like super elaborate romantic kind of meet cute. And then like he takes her out to lunch and he stopped going to work because it's like, what's the fucking point? Right. right? And so um, he takes her out to lunch and it's like really nice. And then they fall like, he- like, she falls for him a little bit and like he take she takes him home that night and like you know they're together and she he falls asleep in bed next to her yeah and then and then he wakes up and he's still in her bed next to her. <gasps> yes yes and he's like oh my god oh my god and he like looks at her and he like looks around the room and he's like 
there it's the 90s so it's not like he checks his phone or anything and he's like uh, uh, and he goes and like turns on the TV and turns on the news to try to see what day it is. And he's like, oh, my God, it's February 3rd. And he's like freaking out, going crazy. It's like so insane. And it wakes up Andy McDowell and she's like, what do you mean? Of course, it's February 3rd. Like yesterday was February 2nd. And he's like, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. And he like sits down and he explains the whole thing to her. And she's like, "Um, I think you had a really weird dream it was all a dream and it, he's like no I, I had a weird dream and that was about the groundhog <laughs> and i was reading him charles dickens this was real this happened and she's kind of like mm, i've had dreams like that before too and he goes out and they go to the deli to get coffee and needle nose ned is there and he's like giving him the stink eye and he's and Phil's like why is he giving me the stink eye he like doesn't know all the stuff that happened to him and then you know Sharon's like okay like let's go and um she walks outside with her coffee and Phil turns back and looks at Needlenose Ned and is like is there a problem and Needlenose Ned is like just that you stole my girl and then Phil's like Huh? And he's like, every single time, man. And turns out Needle Nose Ned what? was also reliving the same day over and over. Oh and it was God. like this like competition to get the girl and you know, Bill Murray got her, and then the spell is broken. So And la- that's the end of the movie. Last bit of IMDB trivia. Yeah. This was Michael Shannon's film debut. Oh, love a Michael Shannon. Would you remind me of what, what character he played? Oh yeah, he was the piano teacher. Of course. Yeah. What a what a role. Yeah, Michael Shannon. Oh, that one where Michael Shannon reads the sorority girl letter. <laughs> oh, so good. Chameleon on stage and screen. Yeah. Love him. Okay. And thank you. Thank you for the clap. How do you think you did? You know, I think I did pretty well, if I do say so myself. You do say so yourself. Do I get my score or you have to go watch it? Um, you can get your score. Uh, one more, one more bit of IMDb trivia that I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't work in. Yeah, there's like six trivia's for this. There's so many. Uh, Tori Amos was considered for the role of Rita. Oh, Rita. Yeah, remind me who Rita was. Rita, she was. Um, she worked in the office with Phil. Oh, right. She was the like his cubicle mate. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Wall, so a smaller paper. role. Smaller, a smaller role, which is like, why, was, why would you make Dory Amos that role? She's also a singer. So, <laughs> spectacular. Really good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you're saying it like I didn't do a really no, good job. No, you actually did a really good job. Um, I have so many, so many more trivia. The Swedish title of this movie translates as Monday the entire week. <laughs> the movie, however, does not specify what day of the week it's supposed to be. And Groundhog Day in 1993 was on a Tuesday. <laughs> this year it's on a Tuesday, too. How about that? The, they shot 25 takes of the closing scene while, when Bill Murray wakes up next to Andy McDowell. 
as they were unsure of the tonality of the scene. They weren't sure if Phil and Sharon should still be in the same, it should still be in their clothes or not. Harold Ramis had everyone on set cast and crew vote as to how it should be played. And the final tally came down on the side of the couple still being in their clothes because they had not yet made love. So I was right. Danny Rubin and Harold Ramis, the writers of the movie, wanted to add another Ned Ryerson scene at the last minute. So Stephen Tobolowski wrote a scene where he rattles off numerous insurance policies. Tobolowski based his character on his own insurance agent. After the movie's release, his insurance agent called him and thanked him for portraying agents so accurately rather than making fun of them as most movies do. <laughs> I would give you... <laughs> I would give you like a seven or an eight. Shit. Yes. Really good job. So uh, Bill Murray plays Phil Connors. I got it. Yeah, you got the name. He's a weatherman from Pittsburgh. Oh. He's sent out to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Punxsutawney. Yeah, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania with his cameraman, Chris Elliott, and his... Are you serious that it is... Punxsutawney. Yes, I am absolutely serious that it has been Punxsutawney this whole time. You mean my whole life. Your whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Just think of how many times you've embarrassed yourself by saying Punxsutawney. All the time. Um, I'm an embarrassment. Just an absolute embarrassment. So so Phil uh, and his cameraman, Chris Elliott, by the name of Larry and his producer Rita played by Andy McDowell go out to Punxsutawney to do a special interest piece on the Groundhog Day he stare, stays at a and b time loop every day time loop every day I mean I knew that was the yeah, thing right? clearly um, lives his life acquires skills learns how to play the piano discovers that that earning Andy McDowell's love will break the curse at some point and and assaults the groundhog at some point. So, like, you did a really good job. Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. No deli. No deli. Mm. There is a diner, though. Ah. There's like a there's like a fun, very choreographed scene in a diner. Um, the last trivia that I have before we watch it is when Phil is explaining to Rita his experiences. He says, "I've been shot." stabbed poisoned frozen and so on those were all methods used by the assassins of the russian mystic rasputin but with the exception of electrocution this were not seen done to fill this could also be a reference to ghostbusters 2 in which similar methods are named as the cause of vigo the carpathian's death mm. vigo um okay so we're gonna go watch the movie come back uh after we do that okay bloop, bloop, bloop. Hello. We just watched Groundhog Day. Oh, it was had a nice sweet ending. Yeah. So what, And also like got very dark. So okay. This is this is one of the the main uh arguments about the movie. Arguments within the creators of the movie. So originally, uh Bill Murray wanted it to be a bit darker and wanted it to be a bit more serious kind of like this existential look at mortality he was also going through his divorce at the time sure uh and harold ramus who wrote and directed the movie wanted it to be like a like a goofy light-hearted movie like they had made before and 
This led to a huge fight between Bill Murray and Harold Ramis in which they did not speak for like a decade or more. Oh my god, really? Yeah, they like they had a huge falling out because of this movie. Whoa. And I, as far as I can tell the tone is kind of splitting the difference yeah it's totally splitting the difference and i get like very sad every time the old man dies oh gosh yeah that i did not expect that yeah um okay so what did you expect versus what you got um so i definitely expected it like you know the same the 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 time, thing, the time loop. The thing is, the time loop, and he runs into the same thing every day, and then he like figures out the trick and like you know times the things, and it's like this is gonna happen in five, four. Three. Okay, so you, yeah. so you, so you not knew that that. Yeah, I was like, was that's gonna be part of it, right? Because yeah. that's always part of the movies if someone knows what's gonna happen. Yeah, um, the ball, the ballet in the diner is pretty cool to me still. Like his whole. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's like, "This person did this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think that that was gonna happen, but like, it was cool. Right. Um, I obviously did not think that he actually knew Andy McDowell before the thing started. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, nor did I know anything about him being a weatherman or you know being a crappy person at the start of it. So that's the thing. That's like the real thing that you lost points on was like how shitty of a person he is. Yeah, that he like grows from it. Right. Right. And so um, that I didn't expect. I didn't expect it to get dark. Like, I did not think he was going to kill himself multiple times. <laughs> okay. Because so, I know that's a thing in Palm Springs, right? Which yeah, is, that Andy like, Andy Sandberg kills himself a bunch. Yeah, which yeah. I have seen and loved. And also was like, oh, they never would have done that in an 80s movie. Because I also thought this was an 80s movie, not an early <laughs> 90s movie. Um, but, um, yeah, did not see that coming so this is my question right if you had to compare if before you saw groundhog day and i was like what movie would you compare groundhog day to in terms of tone you know what i mean like i don't know i would have guessed like ferris bueller or something like oh so like that wacky yeah okay and it's, so it's not like that at all no no it's not it's i would say it's even darker than palm springs at times at times maybe yeah um okay so there's a a hotly debated topic over how long phil is in this time loop in the original script it is indicated that phil is in the time loop for ten thousand years ten thousand years yes ten thousand years what and um harold ramus and bill murray kind of decided that it was more like 10 years wow that's still a lot. It's still a lot. And like, you know. That's still a painful amount. But I guess it's like if you're going to go through and you're going to learn everything about everyone in the town. Yeah. And there's also like, so there's some other indications. Like he says, you know, you can get really good at card throwing in six months. Yeah. So there there are some indications. Um, yeah. That was one thing when he, he was like so specific about the card throwing. He was mm-hmm. like, it would take, you know, four to five hours a day for six months. I was like. Oh, okay. So he's done that already. Yeah. Um, so let's talk performances. Bill Murray, fabulous. Yeah. He's so good. Really good. Chris Elliott, amazing. Pretty funny. I mean, not a very big part. But um, like also like the third biggest part in the movie, I guess. Right. There aren't very many big parts in the movie. No. Did you recognize the diner waitress? 
Uh, yeah, but I don't know from what. She owns the dress barn in Schitt's Creek. Yes. So they're all like Second City people. Yeah. Um. So that's Groundhog Day. What a time. What a time. Happy Groundhog Day, everyone. <laughs> and and everyone. Um. So tune in next week when... Uh, I'm back in the hot seat for oh, our vi- Valentine's Day episode. Oh, the Valentine's Day episode. No, no, no. That doesn't that doesn't make sense. <sighs> what? It doesn't make sense because Oh yeah, there's in one more weekend before Valentine's right. Day. So next week I'll be doing I'm doing two in a row because Leanne did two in a row last month. So next week I'll be doing Oh the Julia Roberts classic. Yeah, this is like our warm up to the Valentine's Day one because yes. woo. Y'all, the Valentine's Day one's going to be a doozy. But next week, I'll be in the hot seat and I'll be doing the Julia Roberts Richard Gere classic, Runaway Bride. Runaway Bride. One of my favorites. Yes, of course. And until so until then, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. We're at I have seen that. Say hi to Milan. Hi, Milan. Hey, Milan. Um, and for longer and weirder stuff, shoot us an email at I have seen that at gmail.com. And that's us. That's us. Saying, yeah. No. You always forget. Every single time. I always forget. We said, here's the internet. Oh, also, like, subscribe where podcasts are sold and put put out on the internet. We're everywhere you can get a podcast. In the internet. <laughs> on your iPhone. On your Android. Anywhere you can get a podcast. That's where we are. Like and subscribe. Comment if you feel like it. Okay. Yeah, rate and review. Write a review if you would like to. <sighs> Aviv is very disappointed in me in this moment. We've done this is like almost episode thirty. Yeah, I just um, I uh, I don't know what to say for myself. I can't. I don't know what to say for myself. Maybe you'll have better luck tomorrow. Maybe. So tune in next time, and until then. I'm Aviv Rubenstein. And I'm Leanne O'Shea. Saying. Yeah, I've seen that.